Hello there, welcome to a little bite-sized version of the Cricket Scotland podcast. You join me at the Grange, it's a sunny, gorgeous afternoon, and in front of me the Sri Lankan team are training ahead of Saturday's ODI versus Scotland. In this little episode I have a chat with Mark Watt ahead of the game and also the head coach Shane Berger joins us for the first time on the podcast so listen up for these two interviews ahead of the game I'm joined by Mark Watt thank you for joining me on the podcast Hi, yeah, good to be here. So we're sitting, it is a glorious day in the Grange, you guys have just finished training. But first off, it's been almost a week since that DLS loss against Afghanistan, that was very unfortunate circumstances, but you've now had a bit of time to reflect on it. Where are your thoughts with that game now? Um, obviously a bit disappointed with the result, um, you know, we're, we're a team that's on the up and we're disappointed when we get beat off the uh, test nations, we're not there just to just to take part, you know, we, we should be winning these games and... That's how we felt walking off. That it was a chance missed, but hopefully we can rectify that this week against against Sri Lanka with two two massive wins against them. So what are you expecting from the Sri Lankan team? Obviously they got a lot to prove. These are World Cup warm up games for them, um, but memories of Beckenham seven wicket win. What's that chiming inside of you? Yeah, I mean it's good for us. You know we've got a lot of confidence. We've taken a lot of confidence from that, and I think um, from that day they're not going to take us lightly um, this time. And think they're going to come out full guns blazing but that's what we expect and that's what we want for teams to play at their best and you know we'll go out there and match them and beat them. Well there is this real expectation now that you guys are playing you know four games against full member nations and it's almost going to be a disappointment if you don't get a victory and that's something that's, that's different from previous years. Yeah and that's the way I mean that's brought by Grant it's brought by Shane and just the way we, that we think about these games you know it's been brought in for a few years that we're not here just to take part and you know let them bowl at us and you know it might look great if we if we almost beat them but you know we're, we're disappointed if the game goes all the way and we and we get beat slightly we, you know we, we're here to win these games and so it's just another we don't we don't get a lot of opportunity to play against these big teams and we want to just keep proving to ICC to everyone around the world that we're capable of beating these teams and beating them well. So where's the threat lying with the Sri Lankan team then? Not too sure I think Malinga could always be a massive threat with his experience and to be honest, I hope he's playing. He's one of my favourite bowlers. So I'd like to say I've played against him before he retires. I think so. I think um, yeah, Malinga's a massive, massive threat just with that unorthodox bowling. Um, but it'd be pretty cool to see him charging in at me. I'd like to see that. Yeah. And there's nothing like a bit of cricket at the Grange. We're sitting here, and it's hopefully the weather's going to be all right tomorrow and Tuesday. But it's a glorious blue sky, and it seems like one of the one of the best venues to play around the UK. Absolutely, it's a little bit too flat for my liking, especially <laughs> the boundaries as well. It's a bit, it's a bit small and a bit too flat for for all the bowlers' liking. But I think the batters certainly love it here. And I mean, when especially when the stands get up at the Grange and they get a few more, few more people in, you know, it makes such a big difference. Like that day against England was something that all the players will never forget. It's just, just more the atmosphere and just how everyone reacted to it. And it was a bit of a blur at the moment. But looking back and watching it back every day, pretty much, um, it's it's a very special day. And, I think hopefully if we can if we can get another win on Saturday, I'd love to see the crowd react in that same manner. Yourself personally, you've obviously you're down south now playing for Derbyshire. Or how how important are these games for you to get to get the results and then moving forward for the rest of the season? Oh, massive! I think Derbyshire's been a great um, a great standard of cricket, and it's you know helped me prepare for these games a lot and um, playing against all these world class players and in the Royal London comp is only going to help me in good stead for when I do come back and play inter international cricket and if 
as long as I keep playing at that uh, standard of cricket, I think it's only going to improve for myself and hopefully that means that I'll go on and do better for Cricket Scotland and push them in the right direction and do my part for the team. And, and is this, there does seem to be this fantastic team environment that's going around and is that the influence, obviously, from the past of Grant, but also Shane, he seems like he's fit into the team perfectly. Yeah, he's fitting really well, Shane. Um, he's just... It's just you can tell he's an ex-player and he just likes being around the boys and having great banter, but um, he knows when to switch it on and get us focused. And yeah, he's been a great addition to the squad and the guys are getting on well with him. And I think the main thing about playing cricket in Scotland is you're literally just playing with all your mates and there's nothing better than go out and play with your mates and represent your country. It's really it's really special. And everyone just wants everyone to do well. There's no there's no egos in the team and everyone just comes together just to try and get that W for for Scotland. Really. That seems like a nice place to finish this. Cheers for joining me, Mark. Yeah, no, it's good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, joined by another head coach, Shane Berger here. It's a gorgeous, sunny, almost afternoon at the Grange. Thank you for joining me on the podcast, Shane. Absolute pleasure. We're hoping that this weather may continue. I was about to say, you, you, you've, you've, you've not had the best luck with the weather so far in your first two games where a rain off and a DLS finish. Um, but it seems like you, you kind of maybe expected that when you came to Scotland for the job. I think it's been spoken about quite a bit, and now that I've got to experience it, I think the, you know, I saw sort of funny, uh, um, you know, messages from people saying we need to build a roof over the stadium and all sorts of stuff. So that's probably uh, sort of ten or twenty years away. But you know, until then, we've got to embrace the weather, and there's no on or off button to the weather. And um, I think I think if any team knows how to control themselves in weather like that, it's probably the Scottish team. So l- reflecting on the last week's game I mean it was an unfortunate finish but where are your thoughts now almost a week on yeah small margins in a game like that you know you just you could probably find one or two runs really anywhere in that game I think there's a lot of lessons that we learned in that game but we really have taken the positives out of what we did in that game I thought the way we batted was superb Um, I really enjoyed seeing the maturity in our batting Um, the way we probably just didn't get off to the sort of start we might have wanted to but in in not losing any wickets we were able to build a base to really attack from we scored 188 runs in our last 20 overs you know we've got real power in this team we've got some some proper hitting in this team but the thing that really impressed me was just the maturity of the way Carl and and Crossy approached those first 10 overs because I thought the Afghanistanis bowled really well in those first 10 overs and, and, and dealing with the loss, I mean, it's always difficult to, when when they are such fine margins. But how was the team after it, and then after the coming days? Yeah, on, honestly, the team were, were devastated after the loss. You know, which which goes to show how far this team's come to. You know, the last game they played, they beat the world number one side, England, at that time. Um, so expectations pretty high. You know, when you when you lose a game to Afghanistan, who you know we, we wanted to win that game, we expected to win that game. But when you lose it by such a fine margin, and Duckworth Lewis again. Uh, you know, putting this team back. Um, it's probably a tough pull to swallow, but something we really need to learn about quickly to make sure that when we're in that same position again, we don't make those same mistakes that ultimately cost us the result. We had our chances, we just didn't take them. So looking ahead to Sri Lanka, I mean, they're visiting here on, on, you know, with the World Cup coming up. These are two vital games for them to build up confidence, play some players, you know, most importantly, get a result. Uh, that's good for you guys. That means a, a proper game of cricket, hopefully. Well, you're right. I think you hit the nail on the head. They're here to, to get proper preparation for the World Cup. Um, we're really hoping that they, they see us as as a team to contend uh, to contend with and, and not only give them proper preparation, but <laughs> I want them to know that they're coming into a battle here yeah, because we, we're not wanting to compete in these games. We're wanting to win. Um, we've definitely prepared really well. We've prepared to win these games. And um, I think the attitude is just where it needs to be at the moment. Um, 
very humble but very competitive at the same time. Um, so we're expecting a hell of a challenge facing Sri Lanka on our home turf. We hope that the crowd comes out and, and really makes it tough for the Sri Lankans in Scottish conditions. That's what we're really hoping for. But at the same time, we know they've got world-class players. And um, whilst we're not fear, you know, we 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 we're not we're not giving them too much respect. Um, we need to know that there's some good players in there. We're going to have to probably play our best cricket to beat them. So is that the ethos you're going for the f- with this team, this humble but competitive edge? Then absolutely, I think good human beings. Um, you know, we want we want the the Scottish nation to be proud of this cricket team. We want them to to know that these are role models that their kids could potentially look up to. We want cricket to become more mainstream. How do we do that? Well, we've got to keep being competitive. We've got to keep being successful. But in the same time, it's 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 a pretty good place to be if you can create some good human beings doing it too. You know, there is life after cricket, and um, and we wanna we wanna encourage people to to play cricket, whether it's on the playing side of things, whether it's umpiring, whether it's scoring, we want people to get involved in the game. And the more people we can get involved in the game, especially in a country like Scotland, what more could you ask for? Passionate people, ambitious people, it's great. So what are we expecting from the Sri Lankan attack then, in terms of bowling, in terms of uh, in terms of batting? What are we expecting? We're expecting a lot of skill. We're expecting guys who, who know they trade pretty well. You know, they they got the ability to, to move the ball both ways. Um, from a spinning point of view, they've got a couple of mystery spinners that can kind of uh, turn it both ways too. So so we're expecting everything really. We've prepared for every eventuality. Um, I don't think it's anything the guys haven't faced before either. You know, they've played this team. They have beaten Sri Lanka before, uh, in, uh, not so long ago. So... So whilst, like I said earlier, we're confident and positive, we don't want to be, be arrogant about it. We want to go into these two ga- two games and, and really not just compete, but we want to win. How important would these two victories mean? Um, and for you, for you to, to get the first win under your belt as well, but for the team going forward, getting one win, getting two wins against a four-member nation is vital. It gives me it gives you momentum going forward into the future. I think it builds confidence. It, um, you know, and if 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 we don't get two victories out of this, I certainly won't see that as we're moving backwards or anything like that. Um, we are playing a really positive brand of cricket. I want us to continue playing that brand of cricket because um, I think there's a lot more to come from this team. So if we can go out and play a positive brand of cricket against a very good cricket team in Sri Lanka, um, I'm confident that it's going to be two really good contests. We hope that the weather plays a good role in them and um, and we're hoping that we can send a yet another really good message of how we want to play, however we want to get over the line this time. And yourself in the role? You know, almost a couple of months now. How's it, how's it been? And I mean, we're at the Grange. What are your impressions of this wonderful ground as well? Yeah, it's a stunning place to play cricket. I mean, the wicket is fantastic. It, it bodes well for one-day cricket. Um, I've really enjoyed my time so far, and I'm not just saying that because because you're asking me about it. I mean, I've been here two and a half months already, and it's felt like six months. Um, you know, the, the amount of work we got through, the amount of ground we've covered. Um, I've managed to get out and see quite a bit of Scotland already, meet all the players, all the peripheral guys, all the under-19s. Um, so I just think the system is so healthy at the moment, and I can only see it going from strength to strength. It's growing. It's a great, it's a great job to be involved in currently, and I, and I'm really enjoying it. and And I'm excited as to where potentially this could go to um, over the next two, three years. We've got a lot of cricket to look forward to. 36 one-day internationals in the next um, in the next three years, you know, and throwing a few World Cups. Hopefully, in between that, that's a lot of cricket to look forward to. Well, that's a lovely place to leave it. Thank you very much for joining me on the pod. Absolute pleasure. Thanks a lot.